good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you somewhat live it's live current time right we're, now we're alive we're doing this yeah and we are alive alive and well and uh with me as always is phil nickel i am adam philkins uh email us at pineapple nipple arsehole all spelled out arsehole is a-r-s-e-h-o-l-e at gmail.com or pna podcast express at gna gmail.com you got it that is painful nut allergy podcast express at gmail.com i almost pulled a fill and screwed it up how you doing tonight i'm doing okay i'm doing all right it's been a weird day because everything that i thought i knew i don't know and everything that i know i don't know still and i don't know what i don't know so i'm really struggling and the whole schedule has been turned upside down between when we were going to do this and having spending time with my kids and everything else it's been a very disheveled day but i'm just trying to do my best with what i'm working with man well, you're working with me, which is not a lot. So, <laughs> wow! So you've self, got that going against self you. Self-burn. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the oh shit guy, but that that's, that works. Yeah, that actually, one. that probably oh, works better. Shit. There you go. The, the drop I did probably works better. It, it, yeah, it probably does. <laughs> so, I've got a story I've been dying to tell you. <laughs> go on, because I'm I'm woefully prepared for this podcast because I haven't had any time to think. I've been so busy. I've been busy doing, I, I haven't had time to think, so I don't have any material for you guys. So, but Adam has a fantastic, he promised me this was going to be a fantastic story, and usually usually that's accurate whenever he promises that. So you ever have one of those things that you witness that you're just like, what in the hell was that? <laughs> um, uh, I, I work in an office, so of course, yes. Yes. Um, so I, I had one of those today. We were on our way to Marlette. And on our way, we noticed that there was a, a dead tabby, a kitty, <laughs> kitty on the road, right? Rest in peace, kitty. Yes. Um, I, we respect your sacrifice that you've given for this story. But because yeah. without this, without this without kitty. Without you, this story would not be possible, so you did not die in vain. No, there, no, you will, live on, you will live on forever, or as long as the internet does, which is probably just I, two I or three more months. I think it's a fad. It's a fad. Two or three more months. The internet's a huge fad, as Mike Smith's dad would say. The internet's a huge fad. Yes. So... Um, On the way back, we traveled the same road, okay, Marlette Road, which I try and avoid just because of these weird type of incidents (laughs) that happen on Marlette Road. That's like the Bermuda Triangle of San Juan County, Marlette Road. Yeah, it is. It is. So, as we're driving out of town, we're getting near where the said kitty had perished. Yes. And I noticed this car way ahead of us, like, slowing way down by the kitty. I can see the kitty on the road ahead of it. And it slows way down, and it pulls kind of over to the right a little bit so that the driver's door is right above the kitty. Okay. <laughs> above the kitty. Door opens. Said door opens. <laughs> and uh, out reaches an outstretched arm that grabs the tail of the kitty, proceeds to drag it like a mile with the door open, like cars coming towards us and everything, and it's just driving down... Dragging head. the kitty down the pavement. If you can picture the head just bouncing off the pavement. Yeah, it's a very, uh, very vacation with Chevy Chase like. And so obviously, I slow down and give this car plenty of room. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. At this point, you're just trying to see what the hell's going to happen next. Well, yeah, I was kind of curious. Yeah. So the car pulls over. A white haired elderly gentleman gets out. And it didn't pull over on our side of the road. It crossed into the other side of the road. Dragging the cat through the opposite shoulder of the road. Yes. Um, across those little rumble strips in the middle or whatever. <laughs> I wonder what kind of notes a dead cat makes over rumble strips. Something, I guess. So it, and then he like pulls so his driver's door is over the grass of the ditch, and he just gets out and looks at the cat. That's like, after now, after a mile of dragging. Yeah, just after a mile of dragging it, because we're like we're driving and we're we're all dying laughing because here's this jackass <laughs> fucking, dragging a dead cat. And you're cat. thinking it's some kid out fucking doing some random shit, right? And you, you think well, it's some kid doing yeah, some Yeah, no, it's an old man. Shit. And he yeah. gets out and he's overlooking the thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, what did he expect? Did he expect to resurrect the did, cat? Was the did cat going to do rumble strips, bring fucking run over cats back to life or yeah, what? Yeah, but, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he feels he's going to resurrect this kitty. Maybe CPR did not, or something? It did not yeah. happen. The kitty was still dead. Okay. And we drove by and he was just standing over the cat. And the look on his face, I can't even describe it. It was like total disappointment, like... 
I can't believe this cat's dead. After I drug it a mile, after it was already dead. There are so many factors here I don't understand. Well, me either, but... So, if you were said elderly gentleman... Or or maybe it was a a bad grandpa-type situation where you're a fucking, like, 25-year-old dressed up as a grandpa in makeup and shit, and you're filming. Maybe it was that purpose. No, I don't think so. No, I don't either. Although, I do respect that out of a small SUV... He was able to lean down, never got out of the seat, and grab, the, tab, grab the tabby tail, right, and uh, and continue on. So he must he must do like um, like senior yoga or something. Yeah, cat yoga. Yeah. What the fuck? Why so, the what? Uh. So if you if if you're one of three things, if you yeah. qualify as one of three things, please reach out to us. If you happen to be the uh, agile elderly gentleman who right. Grab the Can cat. you describe the vehicle a little more in detail? Uh, it was a, it was a maroon like Buick, GM, probably no GMC okay. um, a, a smaller whatever their smaller SUVs are yeah okay and uh, like an Envoy yeah I believe that's what it is right? um, something like that some bullshit but it was like definitely that. a GMC I I don't think it was like a Denali or anything like that big but I don't think he'd have been able to reach down and grab it out of that <laughs> but if you are that agile elderly gentleman please reach out to us if you are the owner of a cat that got hit you know near the maple valley road area and uh, marlette road please reach out to us and if for some you know if you got one left in you and you are that cat if you got one life left in you fucking read my mind you knew exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) wow get out of my head get out of my head (laughs) Gay! Oh, oh man! Shit. Oh man! So How, yeah, any of those things, like, give maybe, us reach out. I did, uh, when we tell stories, typically here on this podcast, um, we wrap them up with a tidy bow and leave a little to the imagine a little to the imagination and further less questions. Yeah, I mean, maybe some questions as to why, but we. Try to fill in those blanks, but here, this is this is just total. This is darkness for me. Now, if if Hello, I knew, darkness, my old friend. If I knew, uh, Hello, darkness, there you my go. <laughs> this is you're you're cramming me down into the abyss of nothingness on this one. I don't understand. This might be the reason I actually implode. So if if you if I could find out where this gentleman lives, mm-hmm. this would be my plan. I would totally go back, and I would get that cat carcass. Okay. And you remember those silver robo-dogs? Yeah. I don't remember what they were called, Fido or whatever, but they were robo-dogs. Yeah, I know what you mean. I would go get one of those, and I would stretch that cat skin over (laughs) top of that, and I would go put it on his porch. There's so many things I love about this. The fact that you would take the time to skin this cat and stretch its hide over a robo-dog is fucking amazing. Why why aren't more people doing this? I, I don't know. And but I would also make could the robo dog. Could you imagine if you had kids and your your cat died and you did this just to freak them out? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be fucking great? Hey, take a look out on the porch. What do you see? Oh, it's Mitzi. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I, I think we've got a uh, pet cemetery situation. I was here. just going to say. Then you pop out the pet cemetery VHS. Yeah, hey, kids, let's watch a movie. The original one with Herman <laughs> yeah, Munster, right, not right. the new one. Hey, kids, let's watch a movie now. Now that your cat's resurrected. <laughs> Some things are better off dead. <laughs> Some things are better off dead. So yeah, that was uh, that was our uh, adventure today. That is that is outstanding. Weirdest damn thing I've ever seen. Why? First of all, why? Second of all, what was the intended purpose? There, this goes against all the convention of the scientific method that I know and love. Well, you know, at first I'm, I'm watching this guy stop his vehicle completely, and we had to stop behind him. Right. And I didn't. I thought, oh, he's going to throw it off the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, just pitching it out because it was in the middle of the you road. You know, and I, I thought, well, maybe it. it's his. But when he just grabbed it, left his door open, and drove, and that, that little kitty head is just pop, 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 on, on the cement, and we're passing vehicles, there's oncoming traffic, and then to go in the other lane. <laughs> he had ample time to drop this kitty. like, Or pitch it, or chuck it, or do something. Or do anything with it. Run over it repeatedly so it becomes part of the pavement. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but no, he chose to drag it. <laughs> I could just hear so, I could just hear the old lady in the passenger seat being like, Harold, Harold you gotta, what are you uh, doing? Stop Harold, and, Harold! Stop and help this kitty, Harold. You need to take a pill for your fits, Harold! <laughs> 
Harold, you're not bringing home another dead cat. Harold, we've got enough dead cats in the garage. <laughs> we, haven't even, we haven't even cooked up the one from last night. Harold, your theory of insulating the garage with dead cats is bunk. It smells in the summertime. <laughs> oh, boy. That could be it, too. I don't know. Well, he, he could have been of that generation where he's like, Hey, Mildred, there's a perfectly good dead cat right there. Ooh, why would somebody leave that in the middle of the road? Jeez, oh, peace, perfectly good dead cat. Back in my day, somebody ran over a cat. You didn't let that go to waste. Yeah, that's what we made our rugs out of. <laughs> Nothing better than standing on cat hide while doing your dishes. This this winter, when your uh, hands are all warm from the gloves I make from this cat, you'd be thanking me. You line your mittens with the fur of a kitty, you see? <laughs> you line your mittens with kittens. <laughs> They're kitten mittens. Uh, <laughs> that's actually patent pending from Charlie on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. He made mittens for his kitten. Yes. Oh, and you need a patent for the kitten mittens. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's the best damn bird lawyer around. Uh, I know. He knows, he knows bird law. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not afraid to challenge people to a duel, so we're bringing that full circle. Absolutely. I've been reading a lot about duels lately. You've got me intrigued. Yeah. You know, there are tons of them. Actually, there's been, uh, um, there were three documented duels between active senators in history. And mm. I find that fucking fascinating. That like, is. People serving the U.S. Senate, challenging other senators to a duel, and it's happened three times. That's fucking whack, man. I think, I think there should be more of that now. I think they should now. Fuck, man. Fuck term limits. Just bring back the... Uh, the Hell yeah. Allow them to have fucking duels. Pistols under every chair in the Senate. That's right. And just say, you know what? Have a, have a just in the middle of the Senate, be like an open space where each each person can go ten paces, and whoop-de-oop, and there you go. You know how cool it would be to have like a bulletproof glass hallway oh. in the middle of the Senate? Like fucking Thunderdome style. And then... Like C-SPAN could be like, we're going live now to it. But they can't duel. give them modern guns. They have to give them the blunderbusses they used to have that are wildly inaccurate. Yeah, they're the stuffed with like forks. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you never know what the fuck's in there. No, but I yeah, mean, I, ground I, up cat bones and shit. I would want the C-SPAN. Uh, <laughs> uh, we now go live to a duel in the middle of the Senate session one four three seven nine four two, and uh, we've got two senators arguing, and they will be going. Uh, paces uh here in in just a few minutes we're going to turn it live to that and then it's just silence because they don't ever do anything else we're just going to stand back and uh let the situation play out folks we will not be given commentary until afterwards they have both grabbed their blunderbusses i shall see you after the duel oh well we've got a uh, development here jr jupiter is on site to cover the event (laughs) jr jupiter here for the fourth ever recorded live senate Duel. This has been implemented because they decided term limits were too much, but they set forth rules that I must report on. And let me tell you, this is fucking bedlam here. Yes. Screw you, FCC. J.R. Jupiter reporting. I shall be back with the results. J.R. Jupiter reporting live on C-SPAN. <laughs> Damn, J.R. is everywhere. Well, you know, he had to make a C-SPAN appearance eventually. Yeah, of course. I mean, he, he's a multimedia mogul. He's everywhere. J.R. Jupiter's everywhere. You know, I'm surprised we didn't get any fan mail about J.R. Jupiter. And did we get any email? Any email at all? You know, honestly, I, ha- I haven't hardly looked this week. It's, you should check. It's been, Maybe, this it's is been li- a crazy We should do week. some live action, and you should check. This is live action, folks. This is us checking real time. This is not rehearsed. While this duel is going on in Senate, and what, J.R. never even said what year it is, but I'm going to assume it's, it's probably sometime within the next couple of years. He'll, I'm sure he'll report that. He's just very excited. Wouldn't you be excited to see something like that live? That, I would be. Yeah, I would that be. duel? So here's a story. We, uh, we've yeah. made it. We've made it. We finally got an email asking us to browse singles. No shit. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Totally. Does it say that singles are waiting in our area? Um, yes. No shit. Well, I mean, if it's on the internet, it has to be true, right? We also uh, have one from Alex Sanfilippo. Okay, what does Alex Sanfilippo want? Hello there. I see you're an active podcaster, so I wanted to give you a membership to Podmatch. It's a service that automatically matches podcast guests and hosts for interviews. So we don't want to use Podmatch. What we do want to use, we want to leverage our listeners. 
<laughs> get us somebody famous. Any pro? How's the Steve Gutenberg GoFundMe going? Well, we're waiting for that yet. Okay, okay. So, but we do want to remind people that the Steve Gutenberg GoFundMe and also the get us any pro athlete, musician, somebody famous. A list, B list, Or anybody oh, on an IMDb page. D list. We don't care what they are. They could have been in the Black River Monster, that old movie made in Croswell. They Croswell's could be well. a porn star, as long as well, they yeah. have some viable credits to their name. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know amateurs. I mean, we're all amateurs when it comes to porn. Yeah. So, just, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we need somebody with some sort of credits to their name. Yeah, I mean, something. Yeah. I mean, J.R. Jupiter is a big name, but I feel well, like... He's going to be really tough for us to interview and, and get. He won't have it. He won't no. have it. I mean, he d- we he tried does to on the, the live. We tried to on the live, and then remember how he turned it around on us. Yeah, like we wanted to know more about Jr. And he turned it as every as every quality journalist and reporter does. He turned it right back around to us. Well, he he became the interviewer instead of yeah. the interviewee, which is always what happens because yeah. he's just better than we are. Oh Jesus! So far and away better. So yeah, absolutely. Get us somebody famous, somebody. Not so famous, but interesting, or somebody not so famous or not so interesting, but that we can make fun of. That's a, that's a valid point. I'm we good with make... any of those, any <laughs> of those combinations. I just, I really, I, I guess I overestimate the amount of listeners we have because we really no. don't seem to get a lot of traction with anything. It's, Maybe I underestimate. It's Do I not overestimate the... the number and underestimate the quality or overestimate the quality and underestimate the I believe number. we have a high number of high quality listeners. Okay. I do not believe they're very ambitious. Oh shit, there it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, so that's the crux right there. That's the Oh yeah, we're screwing you guys and oh, going home. You wanted this one. Oh shit. Yeah, that's true too. Or, you know, the <sighs> Gay! That would have been good too. Yeah, but hmm, I don't know. Obi-Wan has taught you well. Yes. I have the high ground. That's right. Obi-Wan has taught you well. That was a pretty solid Obi-Wan. Yes. Damn. (laughs) Maybe I have a future in Ewan McGregor uh, movie quote. Let's hope so. I mean, that would be... That's got to be a thing, I would think. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. My friend is a dick, and here's why. Back in the day, he was upset all of the time. And one day, he was really on one of his big rants where he just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And one of my friends just said, hey, hey, can I ask you a question? And he's like, okay, go on. He's like, what pisses you off so much? And his answer was, everything. And that's the best way to live life, man. Everything pissed him off, and it was true. I mean, he could walk outside, and there would be like a bird would have shit on his windshield, and he would just go fucking fly off the handle. It was amazing. I'm like, dude, you need to fucking practice so, yoga or something. You need to meditate. So what would you have done to help this person, and would Mad Dog have accepted the help? <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> I tried many thousands of times to help him. Did and- I guess it correctly? <laughs> I, no, but close. Oh, well. Actually, these two were really good friends, so <laughs> they, they kind of fed off each other's anger, you know? <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty good. I know that Mad Dog listens, and yeah, he, he had some pretty good ones back then. He would be angry for no reason, and I always appreciated it, because he'd just want to go break shit. Yeah, he'd well, be like, hey, let's go fuck some shit up. And I'm like, okay. I yeah. never asked why. No. And I, I, I never asked how many. I just said, okay. Usually... See, I, Mad Dog never had when I when I hung out with him. He never had to get to that point because we were always usually just fucking shit up shit anyways. Anyway, yeah, yeah. jeez. We, we would just normally break shit to break shit. Of course, I'm the supposedly I'm the master at it though because I just break shit to break shit. I still do yeah. even at work. I'd oh be yeah. Like, what the fuck happened to that? I'm like, I don't know, I broke it. They're like, what do you mean you broke it? I'm like, I, I just fucking took a hammer to it. Well, why would you do that? Structural integrity. I wanted to see what it was made of. So. I took the, the blade on my plow truck, yeah, and we had a microwaver thrown out, and I was going to be putting it in the dumpster anyways, and I'm like, well, sometimes they don't like microwaves in the dumpster. Yeah. So, so you I made took, it not a microwave? I took the blade of my, <laughs> yeah. and just kept repeatedly dropping it on it until <laughs> it was just unrecognizable as anything but just a twisted piece of metal. <laughs> And uh, then, and then, I, then I put it in the dumpster. Oh, I thought you said, and then to keep in the, the theme of this podcast, and then 
I took took it out on the road and dr- <laughs> drug it by the cord for a mile down the road. And then and then stood. No, that's vacuums. Oh, that's vacuums. Yes, that's vacuums. Um, yeah, and then I stood over it very, very solemnly. And, and said, rest in peace, microwave. Rest well, I, I was kind of wondering why it didn't work after you, I drug it like that. You made <laughs> the best cheap burritos I've ever had in my life, microwave. When I needed popcorn popped and only three or four kernels left in the bag, Nailed I went to you. Every fucking time. Your yeah. popcorn button was the greatest popcorn button ever on any fucking microwave in history. You didn't ask me silly things like, how many ounces of popcorn? Right. No, you just did the job. You just fucking went right just to work. Just did the job. Just right to work. And, and when that popcorn would slow down popping, it'd be like, pop, pop, pop. You knew. You're you like, just beep, knew. beep, yep. beep. Come get me. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Motherfucking dunzoed. Every time I opened that door, your light greeted me like a beacon in the night. I honestly don't think it was that good of a microwave. It was a shitty microwave. It was microwave. a shitty microwave. It was probably one that had the turn dial for minutes and, and didn't that, have any buttons at all. That motherfucking microwave got what it deserved then. Yeah, it was probably a bachelor microwave. <laughs> it, was one of those, it was one of those that was a Black Friday sale for thirty nine ninety nine at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you ever notice, like, you when you're in college, you buy, like, the worst microwave possible. Like, it's not oh, yeah. big enough to put anything in. Oh, yeah. And it's got the turn dial, or it's got, like, three buttons, like, thaw, cook, and burn. And oh no, the fourth button that just has some random like uh, Celtic symbol on it. You're like, I never fucking push that button. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That's the self destruct button right there. You push that button, some guy in Germany calls you. And goes, stop pushing that button. <laughs> stop pushing that button. Every time you push that button, I wet myself. Stop <laughs> pushing that button. So then, of course, us being dicks, we would probably just push it over and over and over. Yeah. And just- a man in Germany dies of dehydration randomly. <laughs> <laughs> that or all of a sudden one day at your door, it's like, Hello, are you there? <laughs> you owe me for 70,000 cases of diapers. <laughs> I have to sleep with a blue pad. You cook a lot in the day while I'm sleeping over there at night. The fuck you cook it on that setting anyway? <laughs> does it even cook or does it just make me piss myself? <laughs> That's the one that does the uh, the, the mac and cheese uh, bowls just the best, man. That was come out perfect. You, you ever wonder, like, when you have that light switch in your house that you don't, it doesn't do anything? Oh, fuck yeah. Like, you what wonder, it actually does. Where is this turning something yeah. on or off? Yeah. Yeah. Did I just hear two distinct light switch flips? It's a <laughs> fucking Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> come here! And he goes over and he fucking this to bury a bunch of bodies from some random experiment because Morty flipped the wrong switch. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's the number one thing when I worked for the medical supply company. People would call me and be like, uh, this machine's not working anymore, man. I'm like, is it plugged in? Yeah. Is it on a, is it perhaps on a plug that has a switch? Well, I don't know. Well, have you flipped any switches lately since it stopped working? Uh, I, I could check. Well, flip the switch that you flipped. Okay. You'd hear the machine fire up. You'd be like, huh, never knew that switch went to that fucking plug. Well, now you know. Well, that, it's we, the more you know. We we both learned something here today. Yes, yes. That's a that's a damn beautiful thing. <laughs> that's right. Knowledge is power, my friend. Well, it is interesting. For those of you that aren't keeping score, switches can change the state of power on a socket. It's called a, it's called a switch for a reason. It, it you know it only has two things it does. It it either connects the circuit or breaks the circuit. That's what a switch, by name, that's what a switch is in that presence. I mean, a switch may be something off of a tree that, you know, that you perhaps got swatted across the backside with, but a switch also is something that that is known in the electrical world as on or off. Yes. Now, a switch is also a wrestling move. Yeah, well, and what are they switching to, genders? No. Okay. You When you use a switch on somebody, you usually you start out in the bottom position and then you end up on top or as i like to say it the prone position (laughs) (laughs) oh boy now now we're gonna have to fight (laughs) (laughs) for the first time ever on the pna podcast express (laughs) adam and phil disagree (laughs) we go live to the plexiglass hallway Here at the Silver Tavern, where Adam and Phil will go pistols at 20 bases. They are armed with their blunderbusses. 
They've decided to go pistols at ten paces because they're both fat and don't want to get winded. <laughs> Adam, let's make it seven. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really need to go any paces? Just, let's just turn and shoot. If I live through this, I don't want to be tired all night. I'm not, I don't want to need a nap. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, then we'd, we'd actually probably both uh, be like, well... Let's have a burger or something beforehand. Yeah, let's, not, yeah, let's eat first. I don't want to die in an I'm empty gonna stomach. I'm going to die. Let's eat. Yeah. Shit. Have a shot or something. <laughs> we the, then we forget about it. We, yeah. What the fuck were we even talking about? Why is there that big plexiglass box over there? You know that? What the fuck is going on? Why is J.R. Jupiter here? <laughs> uh, Why is C-SPAN here? What the fuck, C-SPAN? Jesus Christ. You are fake news. Uh, where J.R. Jupiter goes, we go. Oh, C-SPAN isn't fake news, though, right? They're one of the... Aren't they one of the... Uh, Are they really news? I they're th- more like just... We're just documenting people, this. They're just people... So C-SPAN is just people talking about current events is what I've found, right? Is that pretty well, much they, what it is? Yeah, they usually just, like, have a camera somewhere. Yeah. And somebody that goes, we're now going live to this thing where the camera's pointed at. And then that's it. Like, they don't have somebody commentating on it. Nothing. We have now hacked into the cameras live at the Seven Eleven. Well, and, and my question is, is how do you know what to be angry at if somebody's not telling you what to be angry at? You know, you just summed up, um, you just summed up the country in a nutshell right there. Like, when somebody's not telling you what to be angry about, you probably wouldn't be angry about it. Because people, you know, it's kind of like music back in the 80s and 90s. Um, you only thought music was good because that's what we were told was good. Whereas now there's so many more outlets for music and ways for people, independent artists, and everyone to release their shit... Music is good, and I've said this before on the podcast. Music is good if you think it's good, your own personal opinion. Music is very much like that. And uh, back in the 80s and 90s, especially the 90s, you know, we were told with uh, MTV and everything what we were supposed to be listening to. And, uh, yes. and I feel like a lot of times your moods with what you're angry at and things that, that are so polarizing now, the reason is is because we're, we are told that, that we need to think one way or another. We have to make a decision. When In reality, you know, a lot of times here... People will make decisions on things that really don't affect their day-to-day lives and probably won't affect their lives even one, even one small iota. But yet we have to be concerned about it. I, I don't get that. You know, uh, in, my, in one of my previous uh, employment forays, I traveled a lot. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we used to like to do, um, me and one of the guys that traveled with me a lot, we used to just like to go to a random, you know, restaurant, bar, grab dinner, and just sit around and, and listen and to talk the conversation. To yeah. Well, no, yeah, we, yeah. We'd, we'd actively talk to Interact. people. Yeah. One of the things that I realize is 99% of everybody's pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, there are total dicks. And there are people that can have a bad day and be a total dick. But 99% of the time, they're decent people. And right. most everybody, regardless of what you think your political view is, you want the same thing as somebody else. You know, everybody wants... Yeah, you're right. We've been, we just don't agree how to get there. We've been sold this false bill of goods that we can all achieve the american dream and that's just not true i mean the, the bottom line is you have to find what makes you happy and pursue that and do it because you, the only person responsible for your happiness is yourself yes that's the bottom line anyway that, that is that's deep yeah <laughs> sorry that that we're we we went we went kind of totally deep there. And that wasn't bovisphere. That was legit. No. My mom you know, was talking about somebody today who's just a terrible person and the, the things that they do, and they haven't been called out on it yet. And I said, Mom, what's done in the darkness will be brought to the light. And she's like, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? I'm like, well, the Bible and Johnny Cash, but that's okay, Mom. Was she like, man, where's that kid that used to jerk off in my shower? That's exactly what she thought at that moment. How did you know <laughs> episode two drink? She said, you've grown up a lot. And I'm like, don't tell anybody. I have a fucking Peter Pan complex, and I refuse to grow up. Yeah, and a, and a reputation to uphold. Did I ever tell you about the time I was working for the Road Commission and we were filling potholes? No. And uh, we were out here in North Sandusky. Is that why there's on, so many potholes on Deckerville Road? And, uh, and there was a dead possum sitting there. So I decided just to toss him in the bottom of a pothole and cover him up with, with cold patch. I thought that was the responsible thing to do. Well, you kind of solved two problems there. I think that's... <laughs> that's what I was thinking, Pretty too. solid. Because they would send us out to pick up roadkill. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. Two days from now, they're going to send us out to pick up roadkill. Let's just kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. 
So I, at least you didn't, a, I chucked him in the bottom of a hole and threw cold patch on top of him. You could have drug it for like a mile and then stood over it you sullenly. See, I can honestly say of all the shit I've ever done to roadkill, which there is a lot, unfortunately, dragging them by the tail has never really occurred to me. Well, doesn't it seem that when you're dragging roadkill that they're, and you're grabbing it by the tail, yeah. that there is a threat that that tail could just come off? Well, I would think maybe th- maybe that's what he was trying to do. Maybe he believes that cats' tails are lucky or something. Maybe you know, he, vis-a-vis like rabbit tails. Maybe paws, he believes that a cat, a maybe cat, he thinks cat tails are like rabbit paws. Rabbit rabbit's foot. Yeah, paws foot. Lucky the rabbit's feet. Between a paws and a foot. Paw and a foot. I would guess about eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I see what you did there in a. But anyway, you were you were going on a well, line of reasoning here, and so maybe he doesn't believe that a cat with a tail can cross the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, that's fucking that's brilliant right there. Well, and, and there's a certain beauty to that. So how many cats are sitting on one? Imagine the smell of that place with all these cats on one side of this bridge oh, waiting to get across. Oh, Pete's the litter boxes it would take would just be. It had to smell like you know. I had some elderly patients that were those old ladies that had way too many cats back in the day when I worked with medical supply place. Oh, that was the worst. I mean, it's a smell. I would. We had the, um, we had the Vicks. I always carried Vicks vapor rub with me, and I would put dabs under my nose to go in certain people's houses. Yeah, I'm not lying. I'm no, not lying. I had a couple places. You know, years ago, I used yeah. to do uh, in home and in business computer service. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't do a lot of in home service, but when I did, it was usually some place that you didn't want to go. Yeah. There was a place over by K-Pack I went to, and literally every surface had newspaper and a birdcage on top of it. See, I cannot... My my son said something that really upset me the other day. He's like, I think I want to get a bird. And I'm like, not in my house. And he said, oh, mom says the same thing. And I, I said, I, I don't... Birds do not belong in the house. Now, see, my, my brother and sister-in-law have a couple couple parakeets. Oh. And they're... You'd never they know they were in there. they fly around willy-nilly or no? Um, I think they're let out of their cage every now and then, but they they they're very everything's very clean. They're they're very. But you can't house train top. a fucking bird, though. No, when they're gonna I shit, they're so. gonna shit. Boy, have you, you ever, know, have you ever seen a fucking crane piss? No. Oh, those big whooping cranes, those big flying. When they piss, it's like a fucking five gallon bucket being dumped down, man. Really? Do they oh, piss yeah. in the air? Yeah, while they're flying. Oh man, <laughs> that's what I do. If I that'll was a bird, ruin your day. If I was a bird. You know, I, I was, I had a, uh, like a turkey buzzard yeah. above me yesterday. <laughs> he's, and, he thinks, he's thinking you're about to die. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I hope he doesn't take a shit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really care about the thought that he thought I might die. It was more or less, man, that would really, really suck if he's all loaded up right now. <laughs> if he's like, my cargo bay is full and I need to get rid of some of this uh, cargo. Release the hounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I Smithers <laughs> release the Kraken. Come on, come on! While we're young, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was, I really did think that. I was like, yeah. oh, don't shit, because he was like right above me. Unleash and the it, fury, Mitch. And all, all I could think was he he was trying to, you know, he's he's sizing you up to take a dump on you, man. He had his targeting system going, so I'm like, I'm like. Please just sense that I'm close to death and don't shit on me. He's like, I don't want to shit on that. I'm about to eat him when he dies. <laughs> maybe that's the only reason that he didn't shit on me. It could be. So maybe if a turkey buzzard's ever swarming, pretend that you're half dead so he doesn't shit on you because then he'll think that you're his next meal. Man, maybe I was doing that subconsciously. Maybe I'm smarter <laughs> than I def- thought I was. It's a, it's a defense mechanism you didn't even know you had. No, it's like, man, instincts just kick in. Instincts kick in like, that motherfucker's swarming. I better act half dead so he doesn't shit on me. Yeah, that was... Wow, now I'm kind of impressed with myself. I am too. See, I could talk you into this, man. Hell this is yeah. yeah. Here I was thinking all, you know, man, all I can think about is how I just hope this bird don't shit on me. Yeah. And hopes that think, he thinks I'm dying. And now you've turned it around, and I kind of feel good about the whole situation. Yeah. So See, you, you did well, man. You did well. Had you acted all spry and, like, worrisome. Clicking my heels and yeah, all that. Yeah, he would have been like, oh, I'm shitting Whistling on this a one. Whistling a tune. Yeah, he's not going to be my meal anytime soon. Yeah, I might as well just shit on him. <laughs> you did so, well. You did well, oh, my friend. Man. I feel a whole lot better about that situation now. <laughs> See? You, we... <laughs> 
that's pretty that's pretty fantastic fucking rad man you did well so i have a uh my youngest son is a dick and here's why sorry go story. on tell me more so have you ever played minecraft uh no but i've witnessed my son play for hours so he my, tried to get me to play but i don't understand it and, and I, don't, I didn't either and then they over the whole pandemic thing when yeah. it all when we all first got locked down they got me into it and we don't play a lot. See, he try, my son always tries to get me into all these games, and uh, I play a few ga- games on my phone, but I'm not a gamer, and I do it mainly out of boredom to pass time because I find some of them amusing. Plus, I play games that he plays, and I'm far better at them because my strategy is totally different. Like, I'll sit on caches of fucking things to do, yeah, things to cash in, where as soon as he gets them, he burns them, you know? Yeah. And he's like, how the fuck do you have 75 mystical scrolls? I'm like, I don't know, I just never use them. So the, there's, I, I'm a lot the same way. You yeah. know, Minecraft, obviously you go mining, and right. I, I do... It's in the name. You're fucking mining for shit to craft shit. I do extensive mining to get, like, right. insane like, amounts of resources. I find that the older we are, we're very patient. Very patient. Yes. So, it, but I'll be down there mining, and you're hearing all kinds of, like, monster noises, because there's zom- zombies and... Right. Um you know skeletons and stuff down there and and uh you know if you've just got a couple of blocks away and so i'll be down there and and you know you think you're all by yourself and i'll be mining away mining away mining away and he speaking of patience yeah i i mine this just outrageously long mine and i turn around <laughs> and his character is standing right behind me just freaked the living shit out of me really i mean you're looking at this and it's all first person and uh, not to sound like a total loser nerd, but I was just, it, it literally made me jump, which thrilled him to no end. In the game? Yeah. So in the game, his presence in the game made you jump physically well, in I did this not, life. I did not expect to see anything standing behind me. Right. And when I did, and I had a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. I had a bunch of good stuff in my inventory. So if it would have been something that wanted to kill me. Right. It probably would have because I was totally unprepared for it. You know, I, right. I'm, I don't have you any weapons. You weren't armed with your sword. You weren't. No. You were just. No. You had your shovel or your pickaxe and you were just going yes. to town. Yeah. See, I do know a little bit about the game. You do. You do. And so I. Give me credit on that one. And, I, and you I'm, turn around and there's fucking Bill Cosby standing right behind you. Yeah. Drink this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little pudding pop for you. There's you know. OJ Simpson putting on his gloves behind you. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. And it, so, like. I, I, he heard me give an audible, oh shit. And of course, I, I, I hit him with my pickaxe. <laughs> of course. And all I hear is him from the other room just die laughing. I didn't even know he was on the damn game at the time. <laughs> and I, I just hear him die laughing. And, but he's that kind of crazy patient yeah. to where he does that shit all the time. So it's kind of a dick move. He just really snuck up on you, didn't he? He did. He did. did I ever I t- mean, I, I'd do it to him, yeah. but I'm, I, I'm not good enough. Apparently, for a large man, I, I, I walk rather softly because I sneak up on people at work and I freak them out. The one job I had, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Maybe I haven't uh, because I do tell this story a lot, and I apologize to our, our all of our three listeners if they've heard it before. Um, the one job, they made me carry around Tic Tacs in my pocket all the time so they could hear me coming. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, it worked because, I mean, you try walking quietly with a, a package of tic tacs in your your pocket it's it's almost it's very it's very difficult it's a challenge we should do the tic tac tic tac challenge no it'll be confused with the tic tac challenge no. yeah that's true fuck that tic tac shit i do tell people at work you know being an it guy if i walk by somebody's computer and i see him doing something yeah like i don't say anything then but i walk by like an hour later yeah i'll be like hmm. hey um hmm. why were you on that shopping website earlier, mm. they'll be like, oh, "You could you could see that," and mm. you know, the answer is yes. But I don't ever look at that stuff. Yeah, and uh, but it just freaks them out. It's fantastic. Well, you're like me. Like I, I walk around work and I'll see people like like hiding their phones or shit, and I'm like, "Don't don't do that shit, man. I don't give a fuck." Like I get it if I catch you by surprise and you don't realize it's me. But if you blatantly like if you're looking like up and I'm approaching you from a bit, Afar. Yeah, a line of vision you can see. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm very live and let live. I don't give a fuck. No, no. I, I'm i much the same way. I, yeah. you know, I assume that you're going to do your job and that yeah. you're going to get your work done. And so... 
Plus, for all you Karens out there and whatever the male version of Karen is, do we know what it is? I don't know. Like, mind your own fucking business, Troy? man. Maybe. Mind your own goddamn business. Because who gives a fuck? It's not your job to police everybody else. That, that is true. That, that is extremely annoying. Yeah. So, you know, if you're... Here, here's a little tidbit of information. If you've ever turned our podcast into the FCC because we drop an F-bomb... Yeah, fuck or, you, too. You know, yeah, not only fuck you, yeah. but it doesn't do any good because... Yeah. The FCC just goes... <laughs> yeah. The FCC is like, we'll get them soon when they get syndicated on radio. They're in the wild, wild west. Yeah. So there's there's nothing, nothing that the FCC, or anyone else for that matter, can do. Right. Because we are in international waters. And we record this at the world-famous Silver Tavern, which is kind of like its own little government in itself. Right. So... You know, we, we've got all that going for us. So if you've ever thought, I need to turn those sons of bitches in, forget about it. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. You can send your email and your complaint. Actually, CC us on your FCC complaint at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. Yeah. In yeah. fact, turn in our, our email and say, hey, these guys, these guys are using arsehole in their email. Well, we tried to use asshole, but we couldn't. We couldn't. Fucking Google. What? A, you know, that was, that was early in the podcast, and that was one of my... Uh, Epiphanies when I said uh, our phonetic alphabet is pineapple nipple asshole. People really enjoyed that. I'm just pointing out that's yeah. That was a you know of all the things I've done in my life, that's probably one that I'm going to be most proud of forever. Yeah, I'm, I've thought about having that on my uh, my headstone. Yeah, yeah. At least he was a part pineapple nipple arsehole. Yes, yes. I like it. I like that. Yeah, I, I can go like with that. that. So there, it, there could be worse things. There could my... be worse things. There could always be worse things. So what would be the weirdest thing on your obituary? I know I'm throwing this at you out of left field. God but. damn, yeah. Uh, the weirdest thing on my obituary? Hmm. I, that's a great question. The weirdest thing on my obituary would probably have something to do with some of my weird hobbies, maybe. I don't know. Mine would probably be died not knowing what the fuck that guy was doing with that cat. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. You know, so do you? Are you asking this so for, for the future? Well, I do you want that in your obit when you die? Probably. Okay. So, so for for your although son, that that guy will be dead. For your son's listening, still though, still it's a it's a valid inquiry. It doesn't mean you you never stopped wondering. It doesn't matter who's dead when it comes to the story. You're still alive and you're still wondering. Yes. Yes. So, but you just know that you will now never receive the answers that you are seeking. I would, I would find it interesting to see. This is something we're going to have to revisit. Okay. Um, so think of something odd that could go in your obituary. All right. All right. Um, and I, I think our listeners should get in on this. And also send us a message about what you think should end up in your obituary that is odd or, or would set you apart you know because like, like i mean because something that because you normally see the same and this is nothing thank you people write these wonderful beautiful obituaries tributes you tributes. Can't, you can't see my eyes rolling but uh, tributes you know, to everybody uh, and they talk about what a great brother mother father sister whatever you were parent uh child yes. uh, uncle um creepy uncle um Rapist, whatever, what, whatever you were, yeah. you were really good at. Yes. And then, of course, the form is you know survive by, and uh, then they list out your hobbies and your likes and things that you were passionate about, like you know passionate about tiddlywinks and preceded Cheetos, in, watching, preceded yeah. in death by a cat on Marlette Road. Right. That got drugged down the rumble strips, but uh, just things like that. You know, it, usually it, the form is you know uh, a little bit about you, your relatives, your legacy, and then of course. That's pretty much it. So it's a little composite, a little view into what your life entailed and what you accomplished. Yeah. What's the weird thing that's on there? What's that, that they would never put on? Maybe we should, as an exercise, we should start doing this with obituaries. Put that one thing, like, everything in our lives isn't always positive. You're going to be the bad guy in somebody's story. What if you're the bad guy in a lot of people's stories? Put that in your, your obituary. Like, he was a hated motherfucker by all the people in this, in Union fucking... Uh, you know, L E I O W seven oh six because he always fucked them over or something like that. You know, yeah, his I passion mean, was to fuck over these workers. You know, honestly, I mean, I don't want my obituary to be normal. I don't want it to be a fuck. Yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm terrible. 
I'm, I'm a good human being, but I've, been, I've done some bad things. So let's reflect that in my obituary. Yeah. Let's be honest. Can obituaries be honest? I think they can That's be. That's what we're asking for. That's, I think they can be, and I think that that yeah. would be a... Because you know how many people I've seen and heard standing around fucking wakes and funerals and shit be like, oh, man, oh, man, you remember the time he did this, this, or this, or, huh, he'd been cheating on his wife for 27 years, you know? Put that in the fucking obituary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I want. I want uh, an honest memorial to me. Right. I, I don't want some, you know... If I was an asshole, call me out. That's right. Damn it. I, speak you know. at my funeral and feel free. Yeah. You know, air your grievances at my fucking funeral. Yeah, I, I want I've somebody... I've got a lot of problems with you folks, and now you're going to hear about it. I want somebody to stand up at my funeral and be like, well, you know, if I dropped my wallet by him, I'd kick it home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I want that kind of weird shit. I don't even care if it's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even care Whatever if it's your true. perception is. Yeah. Because, you know, other people's opinions of you generally are, are a lot of perception. If you don't know them personally or have done things or been around them a lot, uh, think about your day-to-day interactions with people. I mean, there might be people you don't even know that think you're the biggest asshole on the face of the earth. Because, oh, I'm sure because, there is. Because maybe you farted on them when they were just trying to get something out of the vending machine at work, which is, happened to me last week. That poor intern, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want people to walk away going... What a fucked up individual that guy must right. have been. I wish I'd have known him more. Like, I, dude, that's the guy I want to have drinks with, man. Yeah. I bet you he drags dead cats by the tail down fucking Marlette Road. Yeah. That, that, would, be, that would be the honest evaluation that right. I want right. when I'm gone. Yeah. None, none of this. He, he's, you know, he was such a good guy. He, he loved everyone in his church. You know, no, I want... No, he thought three quarters of the people at his church were fucking pretentious assholes. Yeah, look, all you hypocrites. <laughs> so you know, I, I want I want the honest review of my life. Right, and that, me too, me too. And uh, it's just the little things like that, or like movie reviews, like right, right. action packed. Yeah, Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> you know, things like that. His life was action packed, physically inert. <laughs> In a world where he no longer exists. <laughs> What would his obituary say? Oh, that would be pretty cool, too, to have that guy narrate it. To flip the script and have, like, unobituaries? Like, instead of a tribute to the person, list all the fucking shitty and terrible <laughs> things they've done. Or they've been attributed to. And have testimonies of people who fucking don't think it, like think they're just a, t- a garbage human being. He was a guy who would eat Taco Bell the day before his proctology appointment. He once stuck his finger in my asshole. <laughs> and I didn't invite him to. But I also didn't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> he once roofied my drink and then left me there for dead. Now it's Bill Cosby's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that would be, you know. So if, if you have an honest thing that should be in your obituary, send it to us. We will make sure that it gets put in there. Right. Right, because, because And it's never too early to think it. of these things, because you could die tomorrow. And let's face it, unlike you hear in obituaries or in day-to-day life or anyone that fucking goes to church and is part of that whole fucking racket, good people do bad things. And it's not because they're bad people, it's because everybody does bad things at some point. And the reason is, we want to know the reasoning for the bad things, because is it you're selfish? Is it you didn't understand? Was it ignorance, or was it purely for financial gain? Was it what, Peer what pressure? Was it? Yeah, peer or pressure. peer pressure. Maybe you got pressured into it. I mean, hey, stick your thumb in that guy's asshole. Yeah. Oh, I bet you won't do it. Yeah. And then it's going to be like... <laughs> Who would challenge somebody um, to do that? Hey, check yeah. his oil. Just go check his oil. <laughs> uh, sir, I, uh, I've been challenged. <laughs> uh, and, and just d- hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I've been challenged. I'm in a society, a club, where when we're challenged to do things, if you don't fulfill it, you're out. So, and to be in this club, I get paid a large sum of money every month. I promise you half of this sum of money for this current next coming month if you let me fulfill this challenge. It involves one digit in your arsehole. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How much money are we talking about here? $17,000. Stick a thumb in my ass. <laughs> you can put both of them in there. You got two. You can stick your whole arm up there and use me as a puppet. I was going to say, 
How much is this worth? About twelve fifty. <laughs> I don't know. Is there? People are strange, but also if you when don't you forget, email there's us, also bad people that do bad things too. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the, the guy sticking the thumb up your ass—that's a good person. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just checking for stuff. Uh, Seeing this is a precursor to that test you were going to have at the uh, hospital next week. You really need to get your prostate checked out, buddy. <laughs> you probably already knew that because the stream just isn't happening a lot these days, is it? You know, you might have a polyp. <laughs> hey, man, this is a great pre-cancer screen, dude. <laughs> I've got that, the magic thumb. <laughs> and then I could go in our obituary. Used to do unwanted cancer screenings for individuals. <laughs> Prostate cancer screenings. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a beautiful thing it's it's a public service man <laughs> uh so if you should also include um in your obituary request of what weird things should go in your obituary you should also have in there what is the price of uh, digital manipulation of your anus? <laughs> Just for prosperity. We, we, I mean, we're not going to say it on air, but we need an average. We right. need an average. Right. I, I would think we say. should. Yeah. Everybody has a price. Absolutely. Wow. That seems like a karate kick to the crotch. Uh, it's something. Uh, Ooh. That was a good one. That felt good. That was that was turned away from the microphone, dude. Just just imagine the bass you'd have had. Did if it you pick were to, it up? Did it pick it oh, up? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we were we were almost we were into the yellow on that on our uh, signal. Oh, really? Meter. Yeah. yeah. That damn near pegged the meter, huh? <laughs> there you go. That was Adam. That was that was weak. That was weak. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Do you need your prostate checked? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a surprise. I've always found it's best to check somebody's prostate as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> They're not so tight. <laughs> they are once they realize what's happening. <laughs> oh, so, no. so that's what a prostate exam is. Mm. So when you do that, are you really wearing a person as a ring? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Huh. That's something to ponder. Why would anybody actively want to become a proctologist? I've wondered this my entire life. No, you can almost you can almost think of reasons why every other there's, portion there's, of medicine. There's an appeal to every other portion of medicine. Yeah, I mean, but a proctologist? Really? I mean, thank God we have proctologists because we all have assholes. We yes. all are assholes. Yes. But thank God that somebody decided, you know what, I'm going to specialize in everything in Around and inside your butthole. I, I know some people that their entire human condition could be treated by a proctologist. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> because they're such an asshole. They just give you an ointment and they'd be gone. <laughs> Here, rub this ointment on. Oh, shit, he disappeared. You know, I got Preparation H as a gift and I was half my size a little while later. <laughs> Shrunk right up. Didn't uh, know why. Half the man I used to be. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, there's a lot of soccer highlights on tonight. Oh, fuck that shit. We're going to have to change the channel. It's kind of annoying. It was, uh, it was the NASCAR race on there. I figured that's good for our listeners and our viewers out there. Yeah, sure. You know, probably so is soccer. Uh, why you why know, do they show soccer and then an Audi commercial? Because that kind of seems counterintuitive. Anyone, anyone that loves soccer probably would buy an Audi. No, a hooligan. A true soccer fan, a soccer hooligan, they can't afford that. So what should they be showing, like uh, Skull commercials and fucking Guinness? Guinness and Fiat. Guinness and Fiat. Fix it again, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what my son said the other day? The other day? He said, said, Dad, how much do you make per episode in your podcast? And I'm like, oh, buddy. Because he wants to start a podcast, and I'm like, yeah, he will, and we will. He's he's going to start the podcast with me where we review hot sauces. My daughter and I are going to do nice. that one. Nice. And my daughter's son and I are going to do that, where we get a hot sauce. Because I, I bought like 20 hot sauces this weekend. I already have fucking 50 of them in my cupboard and 50 in my fridge. You can never have too And I many. bought 20 more. But we're going to review podcast or uh, hot sauces and do it on a podcast. And my son's like, how much do you get paid per episode? And I'm like, don't mean to crush your soul or your spirits, buddy, but we're we're considered like a semi-successful podcast, and uh, I mean, 
I guess maybe you could say we got paid and we got a sign made for us by Cookie. Thank you again, Cookie. We got a sign and made. And people were buying us beverages on the live record night. We are a sponsor of Tuscolapalooza, Tuscolapalooza.com. Oh, now's a good time for you to talk about it. Well, we that. normally talk about it at the beginning of the episode, but now we're trying to catch those people that skip ahead to the good parts. Yeah, screw you guys, I'm going like, home. So we're right here at the end of, the, of this episode, which is where most people would skip ahead to to get to the good part. Cause yeah, because usually I'm getting wound up by about now. Well, the best part is probably the ending credits. Yeah. So I only listen to your episodes for the intro and the outro. Yeah. So, you know, Tuscolapalooza, Tuscolapalooza.com, uh, August 7th, going to be a hell of a good show. Uh, lots of local music. We have uh, Detroit Rock City coming in, uh, which is a Kiss tribute band, which who wants to see Kiss now? Dried oh, up, Jesus. aging. You know, Gene Simmons in a diaper is not a good thing. Ugh. So, you know, who Gross. wants to see the demon pissing himself on stage? Come on and see Detroit Rock City, what what KISS was meant to be. Yes, the KISS we all want to remember. Yes, and uh, and tons of other good bands. The 99, Infamous Quick, uh, Sugar Punk Fairies. I, I know I'm missing a couple, but those those for me are the highlights. They're, and they're surprise, we'll be there. And we will be doing something of little importance. In some capacity. In some capacity. We might even just be taking tickets at this gate. You never know. Yeah. We might be put in a rubber suit and asked to just... We, we might be the jello wrestling between bands. I don't know. We we might be the ones picking up all the used condoms in the parking lot. Who yeah. Knows? Yeah, but we will do it with a flair that has never been done before. With zeal and zest. Yes. And a, a lust for life. So go and get your tickets. Tuscolapalooza. Uh, we are sponsors. Wow. Don't know, don't know how that happens, but it did. But I dig it. And we dig it. And we, we want everybody to come on out. Have a good time. It's BYOB, which encompasses, it's really BYOB for bring, bring your own booze, bring your own tent, yeah. BYOT, bring your own, BYOC, bring your own chair. Yeah. BYOB for bring your own blanket, but don't that get that confused with the drinks. So just bring your own shit and come and have a good time. Yeah, it's an all day thing and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be, it's going to be quite a time. Tickets are cheap. I mean, compared to other concerts. For what you're getting to see? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, they are. You're going to get to see us. Oh, Jesus. And it's clear people will pay for that. Yes. So I mean, to hear us anyway, to see us. It's, it's, a, it's a, you'll be getting in on the ground floor of what could become like a Woodstock type scenario someday. <laughs> yes. So that, that's yes. what I want people to realize is this. This is still in its infancy. They did its first one two years ago. They had to cancel last year because the health department was coming down on them. This year, they don't give a fuck. So they're just going to go out there. They're just going to go out there. They're going to rock out for you. It's all outdoors. You can still wear a mask if you want somebody to beat you up, I guess. Unless it's a cool mask. Unless it's a cool mask. Like if it's a mask. Slipknot. Yeah, yeah, like a slipknot mask. Yeah. But, uh, But come on out. Have a good time. Get out there again. Start living life. And uh, enjoy it. Well said, my friend. So we hope to see you out there. We'll be out there. We'll be doing stuff and things. And general mayhem. Yes. I mean, we could be going around just causing all kinds of hell, and you don't want to miss that. Debaucherous. I might, or, be, wearing, I might be wearing nothing but a diaper and my shoes. Or we could be passed out in a lawn chair, and then you can throw shit at us. Or drawn us with a Sharpie. Yeah. Oh, I... If, I'll tell you what, if I go through this whole thing without a dick drawn on my forehead, I will be disappointed. That's a, that's a failure, man. I don't even have to be passed out for you to do that. I'll probably just let it happen. <laughs> you can just walk up and be like, instead of a signature, can I just draw a dick on your forehead and be like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, guy or girl, I'll, I'll put a signature on your titties. I don't care. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Totally equal opportunity. So <laughs> I'm, not si- I- I'm not signing any more cocks, though. No, no. Yeah. Well, my signature is kind of big for the average penis. Now, if you so should choose, I will draw a W on each one of your butt cheeks and then watch you do cartwheels and spell wow mom, wow mom, wow mom, wow mom. Yeah. We could have a wow mom contest. Yes, to see who, who did it best. Yeah, who can get the most wow moms in in one minute? There you go. I like it. Wow. Our first segment when we're on is already fucking written, man. And if you're drunk enough, you could just be spelling EOE. <laughs> C-O-E. That's a user error code. <laughs> <laughs> it's also when you have wow spelled on your ass or mom, and then you fall over. <laughs> E-O-E. 
That's an instant disqualification. Epsilon, Omega, Epsilon. <laughs> so I, I think we're about ready to wrap this up. I think so, too, because I have to pee. Well, then this is a fantastic time to uh, end this one. We want to thank everybody, including all the people who are listening. We want to thank you all for being here tonight. We yeah. want to... Uh, or wanna, today or tomorrow. We appreciate the fact that you listen. We don't. We need more listeners. Tell people about it. I know people enjoy it. We need to grow our audience. It's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, we're going to still continue to do it, but Bill's having some issues thinking he's a failure. Yeah, well, I have no issues. I think I am. But. I know. But, yeah, well, you've accepted it. I should. Yeah, too. you should, too. All right. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Make good choices.